Hello, welcome to the Shooting Crap Podcast. We talk about anything and anything, good and bad, good takes and bad takes, mostly bad takes. It's been a fat minute since we've done an episode of the podcast, and I am with my usual disgusting, decrepit co-host, Big Daddy. Welcome. I'm very disappointed at what you said about us, but I'm glad to, glad to be on the show after like a month hiatus. I don't know what you've been doing, but we're here. Yes. Mitch. Oh, nice to be back doing this again. And last, but most certainly least, Brandon. What's poppin'? All right, guys. And per usual, we're going to start out with uh, Big Daddy's big announcements or whatever he has in store for, for us today. What do you got, Big Daddy? All right, so as you know, uh, Sunday was July 4th and whatnot. I'm going to give you some very key, important July 4th food that most people are usually going to have on July 4th. So you got your hamburgers. You got your hot dogs. You got your potato salad, you got your coleslaw, you got your baked beans, and then that, that, that's just like the main course. But then you get desserts, any type of pie, preferably apple pie with Granny Smith apples, I shall say. And then drinks, and honestly, doesn't matter. And then one thing I must comment is if you watch fireworks, don't, because they're the same show every single time. <laughs> that's all I got to say. If <laughs> you watch fireworks, don't. Well, I mean, it's past from the July, so, I mean, it's too late. They've already watched the fireworks. And it usually doesn't cost you any money to watch those fireworks, so I, I don't know what the no, point not watching them is. Actually, it does cost you because you, you actually have to drive to where you're going to watch the fireworks, and then eventually you're going to have to pay for gas. So. Yeah, but that's the experience. The experience mm-hmm. is worth it. Also, the gas yeah. is going to be minimal unless you're driving a long distance to see this. Most towns have their own, like, fireworks show. Not my town. <laughs> Well, your town sucks. Yeah, your town sucks. <laughs> your town. <laughs> My town's better than your town. Oh, no, less no, no. Less crime, no. less poor people. No, no, no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not to dox Brandon, but this town's got a very, very renowned hot dog place and ice cream mm-hmm. place. Yeah. Oh, that hot dog place burned down also. What? what? Yeah, it did. They You're shitty. They had, they had like a grease fight or long. something. So, yeah, they had to rebuild that. Oh, they're rebuilding it. Okay, yeah. well, at least it's coming back. Wait, wait, are they are they done rebuilding or are they in the process of rebuilding it? I uh, they probably are like midway or maybe done by now. I don't I haven't checked on it in a while. Yeah. Well, we have to go back to check out the progress. What a bummer. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, it's like they wanted their weenies a little too snappy, you know. They wanted them a little too extra, a little too crispy. A little too much. They want, too much they want those uh, Mega Weenie Mondays. Mm-hmm. I'm always here for Mega Weenie Tuesday, though. No, that's not a thing. Can't be here yeah, for that. Um, I'm still in shock. It burnt down. Yeah. Yeah. Except moving on. <laughs> we got um. Uh, so uh. <laughs> I, I thought about this the other day, but I was watching uh, Intervention, you know, with, with, like, the people with, like, the drug addictions and trying to recover from it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, it was, like, these two sisters, both of them were doing, uh, I think, crystal meth. And one of them, one of the sisters was trying to, like, lay off, you know, you know do her part and, you know, quit. So <laughs> when her other sister invites her over, and they're just talking. And they just, out of nowhere, she just whips out her, you know, her, uh, she just starts smoking. Just right in front of the sister who's trying to quit. I'm like, I'm, and I'm just sitting, I'm just like, wow. Like, that is like the biggest, like, piece of shit move to do. Like, ever. You know what I mean? Like, like that, a wave in her face, too, kind of like, you know, like, like teasing a starving person, like or an animal. Yeah, with like That's food. And the other sister who was trying to quit had to get up and like and like went out of the room because you know she was starting to relapse for obvious reasons, and then she finally just she couldn't you know she couldn't like uh, resist anymore. She just went in there and just started puffing it up. Was this like a was this like a recent episode of Intervention? I don't know if they they still make that show anymore. I don't know. They uh, I I I just like uh, I just caught it like on one day, and I haven't watched Intervention like. It's probably been a few years. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big. I don't really watch TV anymore unless it's like football. 
and I just caught that on, and it was just like it. No, it just like it really like hit me. I was like, wow, this this that's a big you know piece of shit move right there. Honestly, I don't know what you guys feel on the matter, but we're starting off on a more serious note. I apologize for that, but it, that just I thought about that, and it was pretty distasteful, in my opinion. But um, I hope uh other than that. I hope everybody had everybody in the uh, podcast had a good Fourth of July because we were talking about it. Yeah, right? I, I, I did. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, you, speaking of speaking of July Fourth, this is I don't care what any any anyone anyone says here about what I'm about, about to say here, and if you disagree with me, I I can completely understand. But this man in, in like in the Middle Ages, in his mid forties comes out here on July 4th and eats 76 hot dogs and buns in the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest to set a world record, which is pretty impressive. I could do that. Me too. I believe you. I believe both of you. No, I... No. Mm. <laughs> 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 He's like, hot dogs, but in 10 minutes, no way. I can do that. I believe they can do it in five. Yeah. Easy peasy. Well, no, the the, regu- the regulation time is ten, so. Yeah, no, but I think they could do that in five, and then take a break for five minutes. <laughs> there are no breaks in the hot dog eating contest. You have to go straight on the full ten minutes. I mean, they could probably just slow down to a crawl at the last one. Literally, this man Joey Chestnut averaged like eight hot about around eight nine hot dogs a minute. Rookie numbers. So. Rookie numbers. Devin could do twenty a minute. Yeah. No, he can't. Yes, I, I can. How do you How do you know? Because you've never seen me eat hot dogs before. I don't need to see you eat hot dogs. You're probably gonna do it the improper way. Well, I've seen me eat hot dogs and eat hot dogs like a madman. So yeah. it's like a bottomless pit. It just keeps going. You can't stop me. Ah eh, well. I don't see you doing it. Well, okay, no, I can't do it. Well, not, you, not you say myself. that, but... But you've never tried it before, so how do you know you can't do it? pessimistic. you got to go at it. you got to do it. Yeah, but the real professionals, they dip they dip their uh, bun in water so it's easier to eat. Okay, so take a note, take a page out of their book and do it. Yeah, that seems pretty easy. It's just dipping the thing in water. Uh, well, no, you, yeah, but you can only dip it for like a second. You can't do five seconds or else you're disqualified. And you just got to go in and out, and then you get... What they do is they shove the hot dog first, and then they dip the bun, and then have the bun, and then they just get the process. <laughs> they shove the hot systematically dog be a hot dog in fast amounts of time <laughs> by uh, Big Daddy. Yeah. There was a um, – there was um, – on Fourth uh, of July, we uh, – we were lighting off like uh, fireworks and whatnot. Just the baby. We were doing like uh, we were doing the baby ones first, like Roman yeah. candles. And uh, actually, I had the video because somebody recorded it. But um, you know, my stepdad, my stepdad had one of the Roman candles out. Yeah. I swear, I have to show you guys the video. But when he shot out the Roman the Roman candle, like it instantly like ricocheted towards you know, it didn't go straight up in the air. It ricocheted sharply to the left and down into the ground. And, like, there was a few people in there that almost got a, obliterated by a, a Roman candle. I had to show you guys the, uh, the video. It was pretty, Jeez, it was I pretty thought, bad. And I thought, at first I, I thought. I was crazy when I felt the shockwave from, like, one of the, you know, fireworks explosives kind of going off. Like, I really felt a shockwave. But yeah. that one's crazier than what happened to me. Yeah. You can't be messing with fireworks sometimes, dude. It's just yeah. It's uh, hey, I was offered to shoot out the Roman candle. I just didn't feel like it, and I'm, I don't know. I feel like I have my clumsy ass to make a mistake, and I don't know. Someone's gonna catch a fire from a Roman candle. No, no, I'm just talking about like in general. You shouldn't really be. I'm, I'm talking about everybody. You shouldn't be, you know, messing around with fireworks like that because you know, basically, you're basically messing with explosives. You know what I mean? Burn a uh, blow a face off. Or, you know, loose some fingers. Pretty colors, though. Face it the wrong way, you get plastic in you. But pretty yeah. colors. <laughs> he is right, though. Pretty colors. Yeah, you're right. 
Thank you. I won. <laughs> you got the pretty code. You can't deny that. That's what it's all about around here is the W's. Wait, so, like, if you guys think about this, guys, you know how, like, in the 40s and 30s, uh, you know, film was in black and white? Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. were the fireworks in black and white, too? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, did, they did discover, uh... They uh, explosions. Yeah, they did, they did, like, everything was in black and white because they didn't know how to do the color correct. I think they knew how to do color back when the Alice in Wonderland, not Alice in Wonderland, what's it called? Um, Wizard of Oz. That came out what, like thirty? Was like thirty? Yeah, that 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 movie came out like thirty nine, and that movie was way ahead of the curve with in terms of. I think they knew how to do colors. They just it was expensive. Yeah, that that was the problem. That you know, colored colored film was so expensive that no, uh, you know, studio wanted to do that. But the thing with Wizard of Oz is. Wizard of Oz really put, uh, you know, movies, colored movies in general on the map and certain, you know, raising the budgets for movies. But now that I think about it, even though, the, you know, Wizard of Oz did that, I still don't recall another movie in the rest of the 40s that had color in it. That's it's, true. Cause I'm, a, you know, I'm a big classic movie. I love like the classic horror films. You know, like you know, I love like Frankenstein and uh, Dracula and whatnot. And I, I love the. I used to watch those all the time as a kid. You know, I used to watch them all the time. I do not recall. And those are just the horror movies, but I don't recall any other movie besides Wizard of Oz in that de- in that time period having colored film. It was a rarity at the time. And then, like, and, like, after that, some films would have, like, once you got into, like, the, uh, like, the early 50s, yeah. some films would have color, and then some films would still be black and white, again, due, uh, due to uh, budgetary reasons. You get, like, a mixed bag. But, you know, yep. people obviously preferred uh, the colored. That's Devin's uh, history film lesson of the day. You guys should write that down and tell your parents about it so you look super cool and smart like me, you know? Can you give us, like, some history facts on the movie Steel, the superhero movie? <laughs> with, with, with Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah, that's my favorite superhero film. That was, speaking, all right, speaking of movies, we can talk about how, like, the 90s, like, the mid to late 90s, like, as a whole was probably the worst time for movies. Like, you and especially for superhero films, like you had Steel with Shaq. <laughs> Shaq wanted to be a, an actor. Shaq was a, Shaq was in the middle of being an actor, yeah, being an actor, a rapper, and a basketball player at the same time. Shaq just had so much on his plate. He was just like, yeah, be an actor. Shaq is a giver though. That guy goes for everything. Who's gonna tell Shaq no though? Like that is true, yeah. <laughs> is it? He's Face a big Shaq man. Shaq still has each. a lot under his belt. Yeah. He 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 was in uh, Steel, which honestly we I talk about how horrible Steel is because it's a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. With, obviously with Shaq. I've never watched it before, but you know Brandon and I we've seen like reviews on it, and it's just like it's just Shaq, and he's like <laughs> he's got that he's, like sledgehammer. He's got a goofy <laughs> costume on. Yeah, and it's uh, and it's supposed to be like you know obviously steel, but it's obviously like the whole suit is just rubber. Because like if it was like steel in real life, I don't care how big Shaq is, he still wouldn't be able to like move at all. <laughs> in, the, in the outfit that he that he was given or made, Wait, did he make the? I don't remember who made the outfit. I don't recall, but I don't remember either. I just know it's goofy looking. I don't know. I just looked it up, and it looks like a bad Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's not it's not a Robocop, but it's like it's a no, super. It's, it's not, but I'm saying the outfit, like the helmet part, looked it reminded me of Robocop. <laughs> oh, watch the movie. Might be actually good. I kind of want to watch it now. Yeah, you have Steel and you had Batman and Robin, which is another horrible movie. Yeah, but there's some good ones in the nineties. Oh. You got Happy Gilmore, Billy um, Madison, HBO Max. I'm gonna have to watch it now. What's on HBO Max? Uh, Steel, 1997. Oh, I, got, I just got HBO back. I'm going to be watching that. Yeah, me too. 
I might have to give it a gander. Should. It looks like it's going to... I mean, you already know. You've seen it, but to me, I got I have to just to see it. I haven't, I haven't seen the full... I've just seen, like, snippets and parts of it. I haven't seen the full movie. Well, next time we all hang out, we watch Steel. But I don't, I don't know, but that, I don't, that movie's not bad enough, though. We need to watch so Steel bad and Kazam. There we go. Kazam is way worse. Kazam, <laughs> I fuck that one up. With uh, Shaq is a genie. <laughs> that that was the first bad. Like people like bring that up just to diss Shaq. Oh, it's on Disney Plus. Dang. They're subjective shit. They did, yeah. It's got twenty four percent Metacritic and a whole five percent Rotten Tomatoes. That's actually higher than I thought it was gonna be. But you've seen it though. No, that's that's another movie where I've seen like snippets of it. And I don't. Okay, don't don't watch it between now and whenever we we, we go to see it together because I want to actually. No, we should have a double shack feature with Steel and Kazam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I fully agree great. with that. I would do a double feature. <laughs> yeah, I really just I, I love Shaq. <laughs> Who doesn't like Shaq? Dude, this gold bond commercial. <laughs> His gold, yeah, Shaq is just the goofiest. No, I like his that one pizza commercial where he's like disguised. It's like a horrible disguise. He's got like this. Whole- <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm just kidding, guys. It was Diesel this whole time. Oh, Jack, I didn't know he was you, <laughs> like, wait, was he in any other movies? He was in Good Burger. That was a cameo. That was a cameo. He was still in it though. Yeah, I'm talking about like he was like a featured starring role and. Let's write down Shaq movies. You know what I want right now, Mitch? I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> I, want that, I want that juicy Shaq. Juicy Shaq. <laughs> Mitch, say it, say it right into the mic. <laughs> juicy Shaq meat. <laughs> juicy Shaq meat. <laughs> Brandon and uh, Big Day don't know what the hell we're talking about. And neither does anyone else listening. They don't know what that... Well, it might have maybe a few... Red Letter. Well, this is like we bring up Red Letter Media every podcast episode. There's always one reference at least. Hey, this this, this is not a movie, but back on the Shaquille O'Neal uh, theme here, he had his own video game called Shaq Fu. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, for the Super Nintendo. He was in Hoobie Halloween, and I don't even remember him being in it. Then again, I tried not to remember anything about that movie. It was terrible. Oh, yeah, Adam Sandler seems like he always wants to get Shaq in his movies. Well, yeah, he did. He got one in, him and Shaq and Jill, it says here, and he also got him in Blended. Um, is there any more? Yeah, I guess he does make movies with Adam Sandler quite a bit. He was he in Grown Ups. got him in Grown Ups, too. Uncle Drew. That was a good one. Well, that's a basketball movie. The Lego movie. Cool. Scary Movie 4 he was in. Yeah, <laughs> he, he couldn't make the shot. He had to make, like, a, a free throw. So he kept he was, I remember that now. Well, he was in Freddy Got Fingered. Can I say that on the podcast? <laughs> Who got fingered? Freddy Got Fingered. Dude, I that's another movie. I've never seen Freddy Got Fingered, but I know how bad it is. With, I've uh, never even heard of it, to be honest with you. you never heard of Freddy Got Fingered? Oh, it's uh, it it's with Tom Green, and Tom Green Tom Green was a guy in like the late uh late nineties who got who just got big because he had a show, and it was like, in in a way he was like an innovator because his show was like was like uh a mixture between uh Jackass and the Eric Andre show, and it, and he was doing it before you know Jackass and Eric Andre. But yeah, he had a, f- a few movies. He was just a weirdo. He would do like weird stuff, like uh, he would uh, hump a, a a dead moose on a show. He did that one time. He uh, he would suck on a cow's udder. He did that. <laughs> he would do- the stuff that Eric Andre does now. That's what he did. He was the Eric Andre before Eric Andre was. But, you know, uh, a real trailblazer. Yeah, but he he was like a fad where he was like only around for like four years and then he just disappeared and that was it. I'm just looking to see if Tom Green even does anything. No, he's gone. 
He really doesn't do anything. Oh, did you say he's gone? I think like he's dead. No, he's not dead. No, no, no. He's he's here. He's here. He's alive. He's just he's gone from the film industry for the most part. After basically after Freddy got figured, that was that was it. No, there's no. That was a plateau. There, there's no. You can't go higher than that. But like, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm never gonna watch the movie. But I've seen snippets, like, because I know uh, Red Letter Media did a review on it, and that's how I know about it. And uh, from what it looks like, he intentionally, you can't, see, this is where, like, people call, you call movies the worst movie of all time. But see, what Tom was trying to do, he was literally trying to make the worst movie of all time. So it's like, is it really a horrible movie if he's intentionally trying to make it bad? No, I don't think so, because he... He got what he it's, was intended. Like what he yeah. intended. Like he wanted to make a bad movie. It turned out exactly how he wanted. Yeah. I feel like it's like a bad movie is a movie that they have like a vision. They have a goal. They know what they want, and the uh, output is just subpar. Yeah. yeah. Or at best subpar. Yeah. You can't. You can't call something. And also, a bad. It, and also another thing, like with Troll Two. Troll Two is a bad movie, but it can't be the worst movie of all time because we we uh. I had a good time watching it. Yeah, That's we had a thing. good time. I wasn't in pain. Same with uh, Superman uh, Quest for Peace. Like, I had, it was, it's terrible. It was objectively terrible, but I had a good time watching it. Yeah, so it, that can be a horrible movie, or the worst movie of all time, because there's still, you get some type of enjoyment out of it. There's it's like still, half horrible. Like, the, everything about, like, the film, the, the production, like, yeah, it's bad, but if you had a good experience, it kind of, like, negates from it, I think. And we, everyone knows what the worst movie of all time is. What? Treasure Trek. You mean Treasure Planet? Yeah, Treasure Planet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know what it was. It is a good movie, though. <laughs> it was, no, it's not. Why don't you try dividing the podcast right now? I swear <laughs> I didn't even do it this time. That was all him. I know. <laughs> so I conflict. He wants so much conflict today. I don't want much conflict. It's in the back of my mind. When I say stuff that triggers you. <laughs> it was in the back of my mind. I was like, he's off of it. I was not expecting you to say it. I was like, I was shocked, actually, that you were like, well, Crusher for the Planet, it's a pretty bad movie. Pretty shitty movie, right? I mean, the Planet 8 movies were pretty bad, too. The new ones? No, I've never ones. seen the new ones. New ones are good. The old ones are zany, but still good. But did you say Planet of the Apes? Yeah. Those, even the old movies, they aren't bad. They're just, you know, they're cheap, but those aren't bad movies. Yeah, I think they're still good. Well, okay, yeah. so it's very like subjective. So how do we define like a just an overall no? Didn't no have a good time watching movie. Like besides not having a good time, like does it have to have just bad everything, and then you also have a shitty time watching it? Hear me out, guys. Here's, here's how I define a a horrible movie. It's a movie that's basically, yeah, like Mitch said, like no little to no enjoyment. I would also throw in there basically unwatchable, you know, where you kind of struggle to get through it because it's, you know, it's bad. You're not getting enjoyment out of it. I think I'd add to it a super incoherent story. If I don't know what the hell is going on and they keep adding stuff and it just gets even more crazy, then I feel like I'm just looking at things moving on screen and I'm so lost. I yeah. feel like that definitely makes a horrible movie. There's got to be, like, some logic holding it together. Yeah, there's, there has to be, you know, horrible acting, bad directing. Maybe bad a lot... sound design, too. Bad sound yeah. design. That's another one. Uh, Bad lighting and camera, but I guess it goes to production. Actually, Brandon, Brandon actually probably brought up probably a lesser thought about thing to nitpick a movie's sound design. That's a that's a actually a good one. I haven't heard about. I haven't heard that one before. I, I know what I know what sound is. Sound is sound design. Sound, but it, it's like it's funny. It works. It goes with what's doing. But if it's just like if they again they were trying and it just came out horrible, like then I, I think that definitely is a. Contributing factor to a horrible movie, right? Yeah. I'd have to agree. There is a, like, okay, if, like, I was say I was, I was going to say before that, I was going to say, like, if a movie has a small budget, then it's probably bad. But then again, no, because there are movies that have big budgets 
that have been horrible. Didn't uh, Night of the Walking Dead, I think it's called, didn't they have, like, a really, like, like super small budget? But it turned out pretty great. Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, was that? I yeah, it that was... Okay, oh, it actually goes back to uh, the color thing, because uh, that, that movie was made in 68. Yeah. And it was an independent movie, so basically, you know, they had to make their money on their own. And since it was low budget, it was black and white. You know, and this was in, this was in the late sixties. Most of the movies then were yeah, they're in color at that point. Color. It's actually that's actually a perfect example. You, Mitch basically brought everything full circle with the uh, in terms of budget and the, uh, the colored film. That's a good one. Good job, Mitch. Thanks. I got a cookie yeah. or something. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> see, yeah, see, like, yeah, you can and you can have a low budget. It just depends on what your priorities are when you're obviously filming and what you decide to put your budget into because there's still low budget movies that have good special effects. It's just probably the actors are probably getting paid like pennies. Um, so. I forgot about special effects too. That, that can also like really ruin any credibility from a movie that's like just barely treading on not being horrible. Like imagine if the special effects were just so terrible. It's like, what the hell is, why, why does the explosion look like it was drawn for instance? Yeah. But see, that's like, that's the problem I have with uh, the Star Wars prequels, you know, episode one through three, is that they have this massive budget, right? So you would think, you would think George would be like, okay, we have this, we have this huge budget. You have, he has the resources to basically do whatever he wants. He has free reign. Nobody can tell him no, right? But I still understand why he was just so he loved the green screen and the blue screen so much. Where just you know, if the actors would just be in a huge green screen room, like there was barely any sets in those like in those three movies, like at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. And looking at it now, if you watch the movies now, you you kind of can tell that that it's uh that it's um. It's fake. So it looks, it looks like a video game. It's one of two aged like milk. They're really bad. So I think the the third one, the special effects are, those are probably the best, and they don't look that bad. Yeah. But yeah. I think the first two, especially the first one, those those graphics are terrible. Like um, I'm trying to think of a good example from the first one because there was like a, I don't know, like what about that one guy from the, actually the second movie, the the big alien with the four arms? I don't remember. Was that was Dexter? I think. Davis. Dexter, Dexter, whatever. Oh yeah, Dexter, Dexter. Like oh Dexter, yeah. He looks he looks bad. Yeah. Maybe it's just me, but he looks really bad. You can yeah. tell it's like blatantly fake. Um, I don't know. There's a few other examples in the first one to think on, but. I know Jar Jar, there's some times where I know that that was guy in the costume, but, like, I know they had to, like, CGI up Jar Jar a little bit. Kind of tell yeah. a little. And it's like, but I don't get, but that's what I don't get. Like, the original, you know, trilogy, you know, they would have, like, animatronics, and they would have uh, matte paintings, and, you know, puppets and whatnot, and it, it still looks good today, but then, like, you watch, like, you know, the f- episode one through three, and it's just like, how is this? This actually looks kind of worse in a way. You know, it's, it just there's just too much because reliance. They're, they're mo- because, like, they're modern, and they don't have the excuse of, like, older, uh, like, practical effects or just older special effects in general to back it up. I think that's just yeah. kind of what it is. Like, you got modern CGI. It's like there's no reason it should be this crappy. Yeah. I mean, of course, it got better over the years, but like, still, you you think at, at that time it would look a little better. Yeah, I think that's what I think. That's why movies were also really bad in the '90s, like I was saying earlier. Because in the early, like, in the mid, like in late '90s, they haven't they didn't really perfect CGI yet, so it looks like you know a cartoon with some of the CGI. I'm trying to think, like Spawn. Spawn looks horrible. Wait, did Jurassic Park come out in the '90s? Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, that's a good example of yeah, good CGI. That's CGI. <laughs> it doesn't. It it holds up. It doesn't look yeah. that bad. But then again, you have to think about it because you know Steven Spielberg directed it, and he you know he's one of the greatest directors oh, of all time. Yeah, there's yeah. a big compare. There's a stark contrast between Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. <laughs> so, one of them has artistic integrity, <laughs> and the other <laughs> does not. <laughs> He's like, he's like, 
whatever you do where you don't have to get up in your chair, just stay there the whole time. Yeah, that was from that. Was that from like your view? Yeah. Yeah, that's also that's also from that's also George's laziness, where he he probably they're like George, we can make you a set, and he's like, well, am I gonna have to get up and move somewhere? He's like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to do that. Let's just make a big uh, green screen room or blue screen room. Just let's just do that. Are you a sure? A big green wall behind him. He's like, let's put a wall behind him. Oh. And let's have it. Let's have every shot. They're always walking and talking. Well, George, why don't we just make a set where they can move around? No. Who's the mastermind here? Okay. <laughs> I know what sells. Who's got the big brains? George does. You don't. Will peon. <laughs> Like why you have everything and you and it's yeah I'm that's to... the problem. Birch had way too much control, way too much control for the project. And I didn't really know this until like lately, but I was I, I looked up you know the first episode four, and mm-hmm. it's like uh, he did he did most of the work in episode four, right? And then I look at five and six, and like some of them, he only has like a maybe like a a writing, like one writing credit, or like a he did the story or whatever, and wasn't really as hands on for like episode five and six. So it's kind of like, is it? Well, this this probably isn't a hot take, but is it? Would it be fair to say that George Lucas is overrated? Yeah, well, I mean, all he's really known for. To be honest, just Star Wars. He made like, yeah. like, like two other movies, right? Like THX 1138, I think it was called, and I want to say that's what it is. And then he made like American Graffiti. I've not seen the other two, so really the only thing he's really famous for is Star Wars. He's like, kind he, of. He, what has he ever done that was notable beyond that, though? Like, think about it. Probably nothing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, well, actually, definitely is overrated. Yeah, actually, well, he did help a little bit on some of the Indiana Jones movies, but that mm-hmm. was just basically that was just basically just George throwing ideas at the wall and seeing what stuck, right? And, and, and Steven Spielberg would pick out the good ideas, like the two good ideas from the nine thousand horrible ideas. Yeah, you know, because you know Steven Spielberg's a little bit more uh, he's a more competent uh, director. I would have to say that's just me. It's unfortunate because I feel like he, he, George Lucas. I feel like he probably could have moved on and tried other things. I don't know what happened there, but I feel like he could have actually, like, he could have ventured out. He, I, I thought there was like a story he allegedly has so many like sto- like stories or scripts or something that he never never see a light of day. Like I feel like he probably could have done that. I just I don't know what was holding it back. But you gotta think about it like this, like why? Like what's the point of moving on? Because you yeah. know how much money Star Wars has made him? You know, that's true. It's, he doesn't need to make another IP. Uh, yeah, Star that's Wars true. is just so much money for him. Yeah, like how how much how much did uh Brandon, do you know how much he sold uh Star Wars to Disney? I uh I don't remember. I'll go look it up. Well let's go back to what you're saying about the integrity. He he does not have integrity because I mean if you really yeah, wanted to he could he could have actually. He's like, he just I, obviously I, wanted to cash out. I get it. That's fine. I, I fucked up the series enough. I can just give to you guys to fuck it up. He's all right, George. Sounds good. <laughs> That's busy. What happened? Disney sold like, it for forty billion. What's up? He sold Lucasfilm to Walt Disney Company in 2012 for four billion. Yeah, he doesn't have. He doesn't have to work. His 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 uh his kids don't have to work. Their kids don't have to work. Their kids after that probably don't have to work. No, Nobody, no one has to work for a long time. Dude, that bloodline is set for <laughs> generations. Nobody has to work in that family at all. Yeah, just trying to fathom what like one billion is. You know, think about four of those. Uh, Mind boggling. Like I don't, I don't know. He, he's good. He said as much as what Jim Bates makes. Like half a million to us. Like half a million to us is Dude, is I, like. For, you know, when you know what to do with it, but yeah. billion, you know, nine George, zeros. George Wait, no, is that more than nine zeros? Yeah, I don't know what yeah. we do with that amount of money. George has billions just in the bank right now, sitting on his chair. <laughs> <laughs> George, I just know this. I don't think George has done any Skype calls, but he probably loves. George feels like the type of dude 
who loves uh, you know the little uh, the backdrops. You can change the background. <laughs> you mean like on Zoom when they have those? <laughs> I can have a little green screen in the back. I can do whatever I want. Do you think George has like seen like all the criticism online for yes, movies? Yes, yeah, There's to. no way he didn't. Can't hide from that. There's some things in life you just can't run from, and that's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> can't run from the crap people will give you. Can't run from the truth. Mm. No. Wait, there's like, Brandon, actually, hey, Jamie, can you look something else for me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Brandon, can you look up, uh, like, look up, like, I guess, how much Star Trek is worth? I guess if that makes sense. I don't know who owns Star Trek. Uh, it's probably like 20th century, something like that, maybe. Yeah, could you, could you, uh, give that a good search, see if we, cause I know it's nowhere near as much as, uh, you know, Lucasfilm and Star Wars was, but, I still, I want to know that we, now that we brought it up. It has to be something, because they're still making, they have, right right now on CB, CBS All Access, or Paramount Plus, whatever it is, they they have that, uh, yeah. they have, like, CBS owns it. Yeah, CBS. And it's made, apparently it was created by Gene Roddenberry. Yes, Gene Roddenberry. God rest his soul. And then, uh, Next Generation was, uh, produced by, uh, Rick Berman. Fuck you, Rick Berman. You ruined this too. Wait. Yeah, but like, let's talk about the superior sci-fi saga. Or standalone film, I should say. Galaxy Quest. With Sigourney Weaver and Tim Allen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. I think I've seen snippets of it. I thought there was like one where they had these like really like cute looking aliens, and they're like, "Oh, they're so cute!" And they just like eat something alive. I have to look it up. I don't know. I've never seen. I've 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 seen like the poster, or like, you know, like the, the the cover of it, and I've seen like a snippet. But I was like, I'm not a huge uh, Sigourney Weaver, Tim Allen fan of that combination, so I was like, no, I'll pass. So like the big revenue from Star Trek versus Star Wars is really like as of 2015 the total revenue for Star Wars I think this is just film or something maybe some maybe it's everything but it's like 42 billion is their total revenue Jesus as of 2015 versus Star Trek's as of 1998 total revenue of 7.8 billion as of 1998 yeah well, why would they do it just in 1998 I think that that's just the earliest that they could record it. Like, that they were like they started recording the total revenue of Star Trek. I think it's just more impressive that in a less like as of 2015 time they've made oh. so much more. Oh, you're talking about oh you're talking about from 2015 to now. Yeah, like this is oh. that's their total risk as of 2015. That's how much they've made. Oh, I thought you meant from uh from the beginning of Star Wars to 2015, and then from the beginning of Star Trek to 1998. I thought you. I thought that's what you meant at first. Okay, my bad. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's way bigger. Obviously. Yeah. They that, yeah that's their film profits. That's what I think that is. Still, that's amazing. Much nerds. <laughs> a lot of money. Is. I'm pretty that sure I read the that biggest George Trekkie of us all. Yeah, he is. I think George yeah. actually earns certain like funds from like the Disney Star Wars stuff. I think he gets revenue. He from has that. to. He has to because he he's, he's made even more than he, he was paid. Yeah, because like, what, what, what he though? I thought like he sold the rights, so like he doesn't really have any. He doesn't have his hands on it anymore. Well, I think no, he got cause... shares in Disney as well with that deal. I think it's what it said. So he still makes money off of them making money uh, or something sense. like that. But like, don't. But doesn't he like get like a X amount of money because, like, if they do make a Star Wars property, they're going to have to put a credit in there at the beginning, like, you know, characters uh, created by George Lucas or something like that. So what, I don't know how that works, but you would think because he has a credit in the movie, he would get, you know, some type of payment for that because it's his characters still. He might. 
I don't think he gets any. I think it said that he doesn't get any creative money. It's something like that. Oh, okay. look at, let's go back to George Lucas and look at him some more. I get all the money, bitch. <laughs> Pay me more. George Lucas is worth like four billion dollars, and he walks around with mom jeans and a flannel shirt. <laughs> he has just a perpetual neck. Yeah, yeah. his chin. <laughs> his neck. I'm, what a man. He dresses like a billionaire would dress. Just doesn't care. Doesn't show they're a billionaire. Yeah. That's 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 the same way um what's his face dresses uh Adam Sandler. He, yeah. he dresses like he, he dresses like he works at like Walmart <laughs> worth like millions of dollars. That's the fashion. Yeah. It's not cool to once you get past the million mark, the millions mark, it's not cool to be flaunting that, that suit and everything anymore. Now you just gotta act like a regular person. Yeah. It's, it's the full circle, you know? Oh, Big Daddy, you know about that? He does. About what? You were, you were like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was no, super aggressive like, with the the agreement there. You bought Bitcoin agreement. early, that's what it is. You bought some Dogecoin? <laughs> Dogecoin. Some Dogecoin? Oh, he acquired cool. 37 no. million shares of Disney at that time. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's safe to say he's making a lot more off that deal. <laughs> Yeah, his stocks are now worth seven billion. Wait, what's up? His stocks, like at that at that time, those stocks that he got were worth one point eight five billion, but now they're worth seven billion. Wow. You think George's wallet is big enough for that? You think he has a novelty sized wallet? Oh, I don't think I could spend I that much money. Man, though. I don't think my wallet's big enough for this. I need more. <laughs> Not even the rich uh, person, he's throwing out that money. Do you think George Lucas buys Dogecoin? Probably not. No. <laughs> the interesting fact about Dogecoin, there was this uh, NBA player who invested in Dogecoin, and he ended up making more money than his contract that he signed. Because Dogecoin is very good. Do you have Dogecoin? I do not have Dogecoin, but I'm assuming Dogecoin is very good. Uh, I would sound, it would sound so. I was I was also gonna talk about because uh, we're talking about Dogecoin. I was gonna talk about uh, that horrible SNL skit with Elon Musk and he's like Wario. They're all like Super Mario Brothers in like the court. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? No, I've never seen that. Mitch Brandon. Um, no, I, I tried to avoid the Elon Musk um, SNL thing. Like I saw the uh, the monologue. And that was about as far as I went. <laughs> so I'm not Brandon? familiar. No, I've never seen it. I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I've never seen it. Yeah, it's it, it, it. This is the this is the yearly uh, SNL has the worst skit of all time. You know, time <laughs> of the year where you know it's it's they have like every year they have one skit that just so god awful it like breaks the internet of how awful it is. And people make articles that saying how I mean, SNL. How do dead. people still watch that show? That's my question. I don't know. I I don't get. It. I I only watch it when it's around the presidential election. That's when it gets good. But then after that, you know, it's it kind of sours away. Like that's basically like I I used to love it as a kid. They used to make you know they. In 2008, then when they had a uh, Barack Obama, John McCain, it was like the funniest crap. <laughs> and uh, you know, then they have. Uh, although they did Mitt Romney when Barack went against Mitt Romney, I don't remember that. Be wrong. But then you know, there was the obvious. There was obviously you know, Trump and Hillary, and then Trump and uh, Joe Biden. They were doing that stuff. That's the only time when it gets good. Just a show. It's former show. Wasted talent. That's all I have to say about that. I got a question for everyone. No. No, no. They, 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 this is this is a real question because I literally just saw a commercial for this, and this guy literally shaved his his half of his eyebrow for a Klondike bar. So. Oh, I saw that. So what yeah. would you do for a Klondike bar? Ah. Uh. <laughs> put us in the hot seat now. <laughs> I've never thought about this. Yeah. 
I'd pay the market price for the Klondike bar. I would, yeah, I think that's where I'm going. I would pay what they're offering. And if it's too yeah. much, I'm not getting the Klondike bar. Yeah, that's I'm what I would do. It's any trick to do it. I'm not a dog. Doge, Cohen. <laughs> Doge. And to be fair, not to ruin any Klondike sponsorships in the future, I'm Klondike ain't even that great. So, I said it. It... Big Daddy, you've just been ask, asking a lot of provocative questions as of late. What do you mean? No, there's nothing wrong with asking what would you do for a Klondike bar. I mean, like, <laughs> all people want to pay market price. I mean, that's completely fine. I mean, I'd be willing to play a little, I'd be willing to pay a little over market price because I do like Klondike bars. They're pretty good. You would pay over the price of a Klondike bar? What's the yeah, limit? But not, What's but not the cap? For the, not for the original flavors. It's got to be the Oreo flavor. Oh. Okay, but what's the I cap? Think- where do you, where do you draw the line? He's well, tapping right now. Well, seeing, seeing that a pack comes with six Klondike bars, I'd probably say no more than 25 bucks. Okay, what about like an individual one? Like, yeah, but what for get, Like from a cooler, like, like a for, freezer. For a single Klondike bar, I would I'd be willing to pay seven bucks at tops. For a Klondike Big Daddy is a big fan of capitalism. <laughs> I love capitalism. capitalism. I love capitalism. <laughs> Uh, hate me some Marxists. <laughs> Capitalism is the way to go, bucko. The red menace. <laughs> the red menace. Yeah, there's, there's me, literally the red You're menace. And red. I remember, I remember, like in eleventh grade, people. That's that's all people just call me a communist. You're a communist. You were red all the time. I can't help it. I don't like capitalism. Okay, I'm a big commie. And then, like, uh, I remember the other day, just randomly, I was in the garage, and out of nowhere, Mitch, uh, commie man, entered my brain. Oh, yeah. Art class. Oh, my God. What do call him? Super something commie man? It was uh, Supernova Mandar. Why did you call him commie man? No, you called him commie. That's, you, were, you were making commie man. Oh, uh, yeah. And then I we know, asked... I didn't... I didn't ab- adhere to the goals of communism. I just thought it was edgy at the time. I was 15. <laughs> He's like, no, we asked, because we were supposed to draw, like, superheroes or whatever. Then you asked Hanat if it was school appropriate to uh, draw a commie man. He's like, no, you can't draw a commie man. <laughs> I should have done it anyway. What was he going to do? If if Randy could do nothing for 95% of that class, it's still going to A. I think you should have been able to draw a commie man. It just was unfair. My my goal of making comedy man was stripped from me. I know. Just out of my grasp. It was. Who even is comedy man? Is this like some dumb superhero you made when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah. precisely. Actually, right on the dot. Not dumb. Comedy man's cool. Yeah, no, thank you, man. Dumb. Man doesn't even know he was a man. Mister, I paid twenty five dollars for a six. <laughs> 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 capitalism, man, be a guy, right? Good Klondek bar is good Klondek bar. Good capitalism is good capitalism to you, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, not everything is equal, Devin. When you eat that Klondek bar, you're like, mm, that's good capitalism. That's <laughs> just good business. That's good. Mm, business. I could taste the free market every bite. <laughs> I would totally pay eight dollars for a bottle of Pepsi. <laughs> if I was very thirsty, dying of dehydration, I would pay anything, and I would smile for that Pepsi. For a Pepsi, you, you know what? I, I would pay absolutely nothing because Coke is better than Pepsi. Okay. You know, if, if I was in McDonald's, McDonald's sells a Sweeties for a dollar, but I think if I was really thirsty and there's nothing, and no one, was, you know, I would probably pay. Definitely the double digits for one of those. That sweet tea. That sweet tea is cracked. It's so good, though. No, Dude, it's that's crap. I work at McDonald's. I, it's crap. <laughs> it's crack, not crap. No, it's crap. It's crack because it's addicting. No, it's like it's only like the first like seventy five percent of the tea is good because once you get towards the bottom, it gets all watery because they put like the whole cup of ice, whole cup full of ice. Well, you're yeah. not really paying for the other 25%. You really just want that, like, fresh, like, first 20 sips. That's what you're, that's what you're going for. Fair enough. 
It's about the we experience. We got the high seat orange back, though. Excuse me? We got the high seat orange back at McDonald's. I know. We've all been waiting for that. You all but, the kids have been waiting there for their uh, Happy Meal. But the big question is, have you guys fixed your ice cream machines yet? Ours are ours are completely fixed. It's uh down the road in uh, South Euclid. Their their ice cream machines are pretty bad. So they all say he's well, lying. Note to self: avoid South Euclid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ours works one hundred percent. I don't believe his lies. I've I haven't get ice cream from McDonald's in like forever. Hmm. I've had a McFlurry in the longest time either. I want a McFlurry now. I want to order a McFlurry. Do you like the McFlurry better or a, or a Blizzard from my Dairy Queen? You get more from a Blizzard. Yeah, that's true. But McFlurry's just like one of those tiny cups of ice cream just mixed with your Oreo or M&M. It's not really anything fancy. Can you stop exposing me downs, please? I got to. I work there. And then, 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 you, then, you, you to, why are you, you trading companies? I was exposed McDonald's. <laughs> you're supposed to be selling us McDonald's. Like, you know, you're not supposed right. to be what, Tell me why you're truth. airing McDonald's dirty laundry on our, in the open on our podcast. Aren't you, aren't you the big capitalist, dude? Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to say they're good and get an advertisement from them. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole point. Well, I already screwed up the Klondike one for us. Sorry, guys. Yeah, well, we'll get them next time. There's plenty more companies. Just got to keep them looking. I mean, Burger King came out with that new chicken sandwich. Chicken? Yeah, the chicken. Chicken? It is delicious, Burger King. Well done. Here's what I've been wanting to do, actually. I've been wanting to purchase every chicken sandwich from the main... Fast food restaurant places, and, you know, uh-huh. taking a bite out of all the you know all the chicken sandwiches and determining determ- determining 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 I can't I can't speak figuring out there we go figure out which is uh you know obviously the best out of the selection that I have. Mm. Well, which restaurants are you looking at mainly? Like obviously McDonald's, Burger King. Bro. I had see I had McDonald's and I thought it was decent. I was gonna get the I was gonna get the chicken from Burger King, and then you know I was gonna go to uh, uh Popeyes. Popeyes, yeah, Popeyes. That that's that's considered the uh, BL end all of chicken sandwiches, from what everyone says. Yeah, Chick Fil A. Did you get uh, KFC? You get Chick Fil A. Those are some good yeah. places there. Yeah. What about Wendy's? Don't they have one? Yeah, they yes, do. Their spicy one's good at Wendy's. Yes, it is. But it's. Yeah. But is it good enough? Of course, there's probably one at Arby's if you dare to go. <laughs> oh no, Farby's has chicken nuggets now. They do? They have chicken tenders. I didn't know they had nuggets now. Didn't they bring, um, I want to say they have crinkle fries now, right? Yeah, they brought crinkle fries, yeah. They have, they have chicken nuggies now. Dude, I'm because they got rid of my meat mountain there, the Arby's. That, that was a secret menu item. They can't have that forever. Yeah, dude, but that was the best. You had all, you had like all, all the deli meats plus two chicken tenders on the bottom with bacon and two different types of cheese. That was like the greatest oh, sandwich God, ever. God, that sounds horrible. I know it's it sounds incredibly delicious. And when I would watch him eat it, I was I didn't know if I was gonna have the Russians at the hospital from this party. Yeah, seven by seven, or what? Me, I think it's called seven by seven. Steak and shake. Believe in steak, we always get you know, oh, the seven by seven. Yeah, you did. You ate that thing, and I was like, I'm just gonna have a heart failure right here. No, I didn't. I didn't eat all that one. Brandon, Brandon saw the first time I got it. No, Brandon was on. Didn't you tell me about it? Yeah, I I, I got you on the train of it. Wait no no you didn't no we went we went to Steak and Shake that one time and I was like can I get like eight burgers or something like that and she was like do you want me just to make it the seven by seven and I was like yeah that was it yeah she's like why did you be the rest of that <laughs> you weren't there for that <laughs> oh yeah I remember that you weren't there for that <laughs> well there was that one time you 
Wait, was it the one that ours? I thought you did something like that too when we went because we remember you, me, and Brandon went, and you said something like you were kind of. I don't remember if you were confident about it or not. You were just like, can I get the seven by seven? Oh, I, yeah, because I, I told you about it because I ate it. I ate that whole thing for the first time I had it, and I was hurting for the rest of the night. I was. I didn't want to live anymore. You we weren't. It was that you were more like timid about it. You were like, I don't want to do this again. Yeah. And when you asked, somebody asked you, I I said I'd I'd, I'd get the seven by seven, and then you you were like, okay, get it, and I got it, and I couldn't finish it because oh, I saw the picture of it, and you know, under, I remember when I lifted it up, it was just a pool of grease just underneath that burger. How can you not finish that? Those patties are so tiny, it's taking shape. A seven by seven. Dude, there's a lot, and it's a bunch of cheese, too. Seven patties, all greasy as it gets, with seven slices of cheese. Oh, I God. Can do, yeah, I the bun, how do the buns even hold it together? They don't. They just become grease machines. <laughs> they're so no, they're, grease. They just get all soppy and nasty. It's not a good time. <laughs> it's perfect. I want Devin to that's only why, eat that. That's probably why they're shutting down all the steak and shakes. Mine just opened back up back in Willoughby. They just literally opened back up like a couple months ago. Oh, are you serious? Oh. I know you don't care, Devin. You don't have to be sarcastic. What do you mean? I care all the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't. I go, I'm not going to go out there anyways. I, I don't, I'm not a big, I'm not a fan of Steak and Shake. TBH. No, you know, you know what the best fast food burgers I've ever had? Swenson's. Swenson's is good. It's mighty good, you know. <laughs> I remember I I went with uh, my friend, my friend Keith one time. We went to Swanson's, and he ordered like, <laughs> you know how okay, you know how when you are uh, in school, when you uh you you're like nervous about reading in front of everybody. You know they play popcorn, and you like mess up on some words. You know what I mean? Because you're nervous because you're reading in front of everybody. You guys know what I'm talking yeah. about, or is it just yeah, me? I remember popcorn. I remember it. Yeah, and like I remember, like Keith is like asking for uh, an order. He was like, okay. What do you want on your uh, on your burger? And this dude was like, just, like he was like got deer in headlights, and he was like stuttering all his words. I'm like, I'm like, what happened? Did you just turn to me for a couple seconds there? Did you get social anxiety out of nowhere? Because <laughs> like he just started like fumbling all his words, like he forgot how to talk. And he, and he orders like a large strawberry shake. He just like he just slurps the the shake down like just slurps it like all the way like he to, he finished the uh, the shake. I'm like, dude, how are you not shitting your pants right now? Because he got a large <laughs> he, got, he got a large shake and he just slurped it down. It was like 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 he just drank some water or something. He's like, how are you not shitting your pants right now? I don't know, I'm fine. Like, all right, brother. But yeah, when I when I had it with them, it was pretty good. I highly suggest it. It's very good. It's a sponsorship right there. There, I'm, yeah, I'm pro capitalism. Is there a sponsorship? Maybe. So I want to. Yeah. We need to get we need to get sponsors sponsors. Yeah. On this. That should be the biggest goal: getting a sponsor. Just one. Yeah, we need we need Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> We can already just promote Raid Shadow Legends right now. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna we're chill out for Raid Shadow Legends and not get a die. Yeah. I've never even played the game. It's yeah, funny because it's like a good part. It's funny because I can I can technically put ads on our podcast, but I have to do them like for anchor, right? And like mm-hmm. the first the first ad you put on you get like fifteen dollars. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then after that, it's for every like one thousand views or one thousand listeners, you get fifteen dollars. And we don't pull in that type of that type of. Um, we'll have that clout yet. Not that yeah. clout yet. But even if we did do the one, the first ad, we'd have to spit with. Excuse me, we have to split fifteen dollars four ways. <laughs> Big money right there. If if you want your guys' four dollars, basically. Uh, no, uh, $3 and some change, let me know. I'll bet you guys I just want the change. I just want the change. 
Honestly, honestly, there's actually only one way we got to split it. Divide it? No. <laughs> yes? The three of you get nothing, I get 15. Well, okay, what, why do you get the 15? I don't know, I just feel like I deserve the 15. <laughs> I thought you'd be thinking about it, like coming up with like an excuse. And just, I don't know. You gonna you gonna invest some Dogecoin with that fifteen dollars? I'm not into the online coining, whatever Bitcoin, Dogecoin. <laughs> it's full. It's full of crap. I'm not gonna put money to get money. You know who get on here to explain Bitcoin? We need Bitcoin. McKinney on here. Bitcoin. All you're doing is just mining Bitcoin, and then. You, you, you're letting it grow, and then you're eventually taking it out. It's an though. But the guy I know, McKinley, he was he was Bitcoining before any of us knew about Bitcoin. He would always, he would try he would always try to get me like high school. He would like Devin, you want to invest some money into a Bitcoin? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? He's <laughs> like, but he would like. Just be Bitcoin it up, doing his uh, encryptions on his laptop. I was, I was gonna say, are you talking about who I think you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. that's why we need him on the podcast to talk about uh, Bitcoin. We can have a whole Bitcoin section with him. That'd be cool. It'd be informative. It would be, and he and then he could show us how to do his his sick kicks, his fighting maneuvers. Yeah, he's just he he's just. He's a real man's man, and like everyone wants to be McKinley. You know what I mean? I want to be McKinley. Mm-hmm. We all want I to be dressed up as McKinley once. Did you? Did you? Of course. I looked in the mirror and I said, oh, "Damn, I look sexy." <laughs> Almost <laughs> close to perfection. If I was him, <laughs> then I would be perfect. Exactly. McKinley, it it takes a a special type of person to be him. There's only one John McKinley. He could never be replicated. No, he could be replicated. Anyone could be replicated. That's not true. You can't. I don't think they figured out. You can't phone. be Devin. You can't be me. I mean, obviously, we can't be Devin. He's not good at all, so. Wow. Oh, on Devin segment. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to cry this podcast. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> oh, my God. Did what you is... get your quota in? What's did up? You get, did you get your quota in, Big Daddy? Usually has like three Devin Knox per episode. Three <laughs> Devin Knox. <Sure. laughs> I'm going to save my last remarks and then I'm going to pop on out. <laughs> All right. I'm Big Daddy's got a better life than this podcast, actually, so. But... Oh, are you, are you better than us? What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing then, big that's man? Not, that's confidential. He's beef his meat. He's just Why don't you turn the camera on. Special Pornhub meeting at 9 o'clock. Yeah, I have an appointment. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's what I was waiting for. Oh, yeah, you like that? That's oh, yeah, okay. He loves it. Hey, come on! What are you doing at nine o'clock? <laughs> that's confidential, like I've said in the first. Why are you saying? Why is this so it's secret? That's not, yeah, you laugh. It hasn't doesn't have to be. It's not something that's serious if you're laughing about it. Nah, it's confidential. I don't. I don't tell people. I don't well, tell. You have like a drug people. dealer or something. <laughs> like you're being like you acted like. Yeah, you're like, yeah, like like you're you you you're taking drugs. Is it that hard? That's what they do twenty four seven. What's up? You'll got to know what I do 24-7, Devin. We're, not, we're just want to know what you're doing at 9 p.m. tonight. That's all we want to know. <laughs> yeah, we're, you're never going to figure out, so. What are you, like, a girl or something like that? No. Yeah, he is. I wish. <laughs> Big Daddy time. It's, I'm telling you, he's touched himself. It's, no, it's, no, <laughs> that's what I've been saying from the get-go. He is definitely, he has an appointment with the hub. <laughs> he has an appointment with him, his hand, and his Johnson and Pornhub. That's what it's going on. Oh, OnlyFans? Not a lot, Craig. 
Are you joining the army, Devin? Because you got a buzz cut looking going. Don't you deflect. <laughs> Look, there he is, deflecting. Uh, um, how, how am I going to get them to stop talking about me doing stuff at 9 a.m., 9 p.m.? Uh, uh, Devin, your haircut is ugly. You can't even get the time right. You can't even get the time right, Devin. <laughs> so what are you doing at 9 p.m.? <laughs> I'm not answering that question, Devin. Why, Why is not? it so secretive? It's kind of scaring me. We're all friends here. It is? Mm-hmm. We're all friends here. You, you can assume that, Devin, but... Yes, for, uh, everyone in here is all backstabbers. We always lie to each other. You know what I mean? Well, I don't lie to three. Actually, no, yeah, Brandon, Brandon's a liar. He said he's going to be here at 7 p.m. He didn't show up until 7.30. 7.33? Yeah, 7.33. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we're a bunch of liars. I am a conniving person. He's a conniving. He's just a liar. Okay, so how about Iron Monks Thieves? You just tell us right now what we're doing at 9 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, no. That ain't going to happen. He's like, yeah, no. Oh, okay. I'll be on here for quite a while and I ain't gonna crack alright I don't care anymore yeah of course I, you care exactly you wanna a Kid exactly. Rock concert <laughs> you said a Kid Rock concert yeah well, there we go. A Kid Rock concert Kid Rock is trash Kid Rock's that's awesome. What, that's someone who's best. hiding of going to a Kid Rock concert would say <laughs> exactly <laughs> he's going to a Kid Rock concert why would they go to Kid Rock concert? Kid Rock is trash. I mean, come on. That's what they all say. They end up going to Kid Rock concerts. <laughs> yeah, he still sells out stadiums. Yeah. He still sells out retirement homes. Yeah, I know what Devin's doing after the podcast. Where am I going after the podcast? I know what you're going to do. You're going to listen to the Wiggles. <laughs> no. Don't do that shit on the podcast, all right? I told you that two times. Do not bring that up. <laughs> what are you doing against the Wiggles, man? What they no, do to you? We're supposed to admit that on the podcast. Like, if I want to have my Wiggle time, I'm gonna have my Wiggle time. But that's my privacy, okay? And you have to respect that. Oh, so you do listen to them, then? All right. So you do go listen to Kid Rock, then, right? No, <laughs> I listen to Kid Rock. All right, guys. I think we're gonna call this uh, an episode. Um. Thank you for all the listeners. Sorry about the wait. It was all uh, Big Daddy's fault. He was too busy listening to Kid Rock, and we couldn't get a hold of him for a while. That's full baloney. This is all the... Uh, we have to come because at you know, 9 p.m. he's having his special Big Daddy talking time. And, uh, God knows what he's doing. I wish you would tell us. So thank you, everybody. You, are, you, are, you, are, you really want to know what I'm doing at 9 a.m.? You 9 p.m., really not 9 a.m. 9 p.m. I'm banging your mom. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you know, I'm not actually doing that. Mic drop. You pulled that one in fifth grade. I'm not, I'm not actually doing that. I'm just messing with you. Oh, you're just messing You're not banging Mitch's mom at 9 p.m.? <laughs> nah, not worth it. Not my type. Who you know Mitch's mom? Devin's in the back of the line. He's like, I'll get you back next time. I'll get you next time. And the next day. And the next day. And the next day. All right, guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll get you next time. Peace out.